Today we're going to be going over our four core values. These are things that we look to uh, create in our community, foster in all of our members. Um, so our four core values are positive, humble, hungry, and supportive. We're going to dive into each one uh, kind of individually and see how that plays out um, in our gyms. All right. So, um, yeah, positive, like the quick overview is basically to just, you know, be grateful and look for the good in situations. Um so we chose that, um, you know, I think because there's just tons of science behind um, the more positive you are, the more successful you are. So um, we want to definitely kind of breed success here. So that's a, a core attribute of um, becoming successful. Um, but, yeah, like some things... Um, to look for or like just like daily practice of being grateful like that uh inspires a lot of um positivity um you know looking at like a tough situation as like what can i learn from it rather than like focusing on how hard it is or how much it sucks um that's kind of like looking at the positive um in a situation um and then just thinking like what can i personally do to make a situation better um, um, and then kind of look for the good in people and just try to understand that you know everyone has a different point of view and they're coming from a different um, place and so um, you know kind of having like a, tr- a kind of a true judgment free zone of um, understanding and accepting people where they're at like that's I think that's a big part of being positive also. I think that kind of plays in directly to like fitness and CrossFit in particular, um, like choosing to make a decision uh, if something's difficult or painful, like choosing to see it as uh, it's developing you and it's challenging you in a good way. Um, like obviously there's a lot of pain involved and discomfort involved in CrossFit. Um, so kind of using that as like, you know, it's going to springboard you forward um, give you results rather than just uh, taking it as like you know pain for pain's sake um, seeing kind of the bigger picture with it cool yeah um, so yeah so for the one thing that's like made me way more positive this year <clears throat> is um, at the start of last year I made like a uh, resolution or whatever you want to call it um, to be like practice daily um, like gratitude so before I go to bed I always think of like one thing I'm grateful for and it's that's been like the single most thing that's uh, just made me like enjoy life a lot more of this last year and be way more positive so that's if uh, if you're looking for something to to do this year that's a that's a good one I definitely recommend that Sarah, how would you say, like, as a coach, which is, like, what's one kind of tactic to use to try to foster that, like, in your in your members? 
like to try to maybe model positivity for them. Do this to her. <laughs> how do I? Yeah. So how do wait? Are you asking what actions do I do? Yeah, what? like yeah, like what's the tactic that you use to maybe like try to model positivity? Um, well, I I notice a lot of people, not just my members in my classes, but I think across the board, uh, when they see a workout, they're like, "This is gonna suck." Um, so negativity everywhere, right? Um, so I always try to approach the wad as this wad is going to be awesome and super fun. So I always try to correct them. Um, say Eric came up and let's let's say he didn't actually do this, but let's say he came up to me and was like, "I hate wall balls. I hate this wad." I'd be like, "Oh, you mean you love wall balls? You can't wait to do this." And then um, sometimes that helps bring like the morale up a little bit because there are some awful workouts out there. We all know that, right? But they say thoughts become things. So if you go into anything in life thinking this is awful, then it's going to be awful. But if you can trick yourself a little bit, right? Pretend that you like it. Pretend it won't be so terrible. Then I think it can help out with that. Yeah. I think that's a great technique to use <laughs> as a coach, especially. But you, Zach. Yeah, you can just look for look for small wins and things, too. Going off of Sarah's wall ball analogy, if wall balls are the movement you absolutely hate the worst, and they're, today's workout's Karen, and we're doing 150 of them, all right? How can, how can we set you up for some small wins? Can you do 10 in a row? Let's do that. Let's stick to 10 reps in a row. Maybe that's a small win for you. Maybe you never do 10 reps in a row of wall balls. Maybe you hold, Maybe you shave a minute off your Karen time. Or when you take a break, whenever you put the wall ball down, you're going to take three deep breaths and go right back on it again. How can you push yourself just a little bit outside that comfort zone today and look for those small wins? Maybe you're not going to set a world record Karen time today, and that's okay. Maybe you're going to not even be the best person in class. That's Again, that's okay. Where can we find the positive in it by finding those small wins and celebrating those as well? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's really good. I think, like, one of the maybe, like, overlooked in its simplicity, but, like, just greeting each other with a smile is, like, so simple but goes such a long way. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, the world is your mirror, so if, like, you walk into the gym and maybe you didn't have the greatest day or you're not looking forward to a workout and you show it on your face, it's going to be reflected to you. But if you walk in... And you you know you put on a smile and you're genuine and happy to see people and happy that people are there and um, I think it gets back, reflected back and it's just kind of like a domino effect of, of positivity, but that can also work in in the other direction as well. So you got to be um, mindful of you know how you're greeting each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's I forget where I saw this, but there is like um, a, there's a. The thing that we all do that's just like inherent in our like evolution or whatever um when we go into a situation we categorize people into three categories or categories so they're either a friend a foe or a mate and so like when you walk into a room if someone's like grimacing then you think like all right it's like fight time and if someone's like smiling you're like oh cool friend you know and um and you can like your mood changes instantly and then mm-hmm. if they're I guess the third one would be like attractive or something, but you know, we don't need to get into that one. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Well, I think those are all real good ways to like foster a, not just a positive mindset, but a positive environment. Because I think if you have a positive environment, it's easier to have a positive mindf- mindset. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a direct correlation of being in that environment just kind of like naturally makes you more positive as opposed to. The other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. 
What about humble? Core value number two. Um, yeah, just to sum up this one, it's like to leave your ego at the door and, and be open to learning and critique. Um, so, yeah, a big part of this is, you know, just realizing that you're no more important than the next guy in the gym. Um, you know, we all are here to do the same thing, whether we're um, trying to better ourselves by losing 100 pounds or better ourselves by, um, you know, deadlifting over 600 pounds or something. You know, we're all um, we're all here in it together, kind of. So, like, realizing that you're, you have just as much value as everybody and, and no more, no less kind of thing. But, yeah, and, I mean, a big part of that is, like, being coachable, too. So, I mean, um, yeah, just being able to take critique is a big part of being humble. I think, um, like, part of being humble is acknowledging that everybody is at a different step in the journey. So, like, things are relative, right? So if, kind of like what Eric said, if if somebody in your class just PR'd their deadlift at 100 pounds and you PR'd your deadlift at 500 pounds, it's relative to, to each of your own progressive uh you know your progress in fitness so it's not like just because one's super heavy you know and one's not as heavy the value of that doesn't change so it's like having having a perspective of everybody's in a different spot and coming from a different place and maybe not placing value on like necessarily on fitness level like the more the fitter athletes are more valuable than the than the you know not as fit athletes i think that's part of um, being humble is like looking looking at each other as people before as athletes. I think building off like the PR whole thing, let's say like you, your neighbor PRs but you don't, um, it's still good to be like happy and excited for someone just because maybe you had an off day or maybe they're somewhere different in their journey um, to be able to like take away from your own ego and be like, oh, I didn't PR today, I can't believe they did mm. and be happy for someone else. It's only going to make you better and feel better about yourself. Right. And that tie ba- ties back into the positivity thing yeah. too. Absolutely. You could you could be negative and say, well, I, I did shit today, I did PR, and this person did. Or you could be happy for them, be positive, know your time's coming, and, and use right. that. Like, build them up, and then when your time comes, they're going to help build you up. And you're only as strong as the people you surround yourself with, too. So that does nothing but makes you better. Yeah. All right. Um, our next core value is hungry. Um, so let's dig in. Yeah, the synopsis of this one or whatever would be always pursuing progress and growth um so yeah i'm a big fan of like the growth mindset of just always trying to you know be better our slogan is better than yesterday um so yeah so i think being hungry and is just really focusing on you know being um focused on growth and constantly um trying to better yourself um so yeah, like I think a good quote for that is like um, Zig Ziglar. He said, uh, "What you get by achieving your goals is not as important as who you become um, by achieving your goals." Um, so like if you're if you're focused on one goal and you get there, um, you know that shouldn't necessarily be the end. Like you know you should kind of be thinking like what's next. And so when you think when your goals are about like what. Like specific things, rather than like how is this going to improve me, um, then it can be, um, you know, it can be 
it's kind of ongoing rather than just like a set finite goal that you you achieve the finish line you know right almost like there is no finish line yeah exactly yeah there's always the next finish line yeah i think um some people hold the notion maybe that like it's innate or maybe even genetic whether you're like a driven person or not or like hungry but i think that it can definitely be fostered like if you're not a super motivated person naturally being in an environment surrounded by people who are driven can make you more driven or more focused and that these all all four of these core values kind of tie in together like symbiotically to to help you move forward but this one especially like being hungry and always having like your eye on the next thing doesn't you don't have to be like a type a go-getter all the time to develop your your you know hungriness level for lack of a better term i think just being around people who have a growth mindset builds one in you and like in a gym um if your community is like full of people who always want to constantly progress um then there's no way that you're not gonna get some of that through like osmosis right right and if you don't know where to start on like that and that can be kind of a difficult task to start um I think just setting, like, a goal is a good way to keep you motivated, right? Because there's so many people that don't have any goals. Mm. And it doesn't have to be fitness-related. It could even be, like, sleeping so much at night or being on time if you are someone that runs late. Like, setting one goal to be able to achieve can help get you motivated and keep you, like, start that fire behind your your hungry train. Yeah. Yeah, I think being hungry is, like, is a like a habit that you can get better at and you can improve it's the same as like um yeah like pain tolerance and stuff like that like in your workouts like you can you can build on it and and get better at it over time um there's a a clinical psychologist from canada called uh, his name's dr jordan peterson he writes books and gives lectures and he's all over the world now and um one of his big like selling points is that aimlessness is like I guess the plight of modern man um, and like that's kind of the root that leads to a lot of people feeling uh, like you know lost or disenfranchised so like just the simple act of like setting an, a target can like almost give a directive for every action you make in your life and like you've spoken before about Eric of like when you do have an, an objective or a goal it's easy to make decisions because you have like almost like a compass because right. you know where you're going but if you're aimless it's almost like you're kind of like just wandering right which i think being in it again to tie it into the the fitness realm like being in a gym you're mostly surrounded by people who, who know where they want to go mm-hmm. and like you know using fitness as a tool for that right everybody walked in here for a reason exactly mm-hmm. is he the one that's big on making your bed every day yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I've read some of his stuff before. Yeah, he wrote a book yeah. called 12 Rules for Life. Yeah. That was like, I think that's that a good rule. One. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a good that's way a, to that's, start you your start day. your day yeah. every single day right off the bat with this discipline. You it's know simple. you've done just at least your, one thing. It doesn't have to be perfectly tucked in, like Marine dime test type of thing, but just like pull your sheets up. You're doing it every day. Yeah. You're, you're getting your day going with that. Right. right. Yeah, and I think a, like an important thing to recognize with like constantly being hungry is is um is like to know that you should always be grateful but never satisfied so like you should be like happy 
where you're at and like you know um you know be you know be being like a positive mindset of where you're at um but still always want to better yourself because if you're if you're always just beating yourself down like oh i suck i need to get better at this or whatever then it's um it's being hungry in that way is not isn't healthy but if you're hungry in a way where you're like all right i'm crushing it but i'm gonna keep going like that's that's kind of the, the healthier form of hunger yeah i learned that lesson like in my own personal athletic experience like when i was playing uh well through wrestling and then playing like collegiate football and stuff i got into the habit of like even if i had a great game but i missed one block all i would think about was like the one missed block and i would just like you know like sulk on like like the one negative instead of focusing on like the hundred positive things that i did right and um just never like giving myself a pat on the back for the things i was doing right um because i thought like in order to get better i had to just like only focus on the things i was doing wrong and i think not until i found crossfit and like just really started analyzing my own behavior and thought patterns i realized like so it's okay to like give yourself a pat on the back for doing good right and that's that's the only way you're ever going to stay engaged in something if you're constantly uh, only looking at the things you do wrong it's like hard to remain right. motivated to do that thing anymore right yeah that and it's and then it's like you can't go the other way either where it's like um, you you reach a destination and you're like alright sweet I lost 100 pounds I'm gonna go celebrate by having cake and pizza for a month you know like um that's where the hunger comes in where it's like all right i met my goal i'm very proud of it but i'm gonna move on to the next goal right i can definitely relate to what tyler said a bit like i think i think all of us at at least a little bit have somewhat of a punitive mindset with each with ourselves like I mean, you could have pushed that workout a little harder. Right. Or you, you took five seconds to break in between reps. Maybe you could just take two next time. And that can be motivating to an extent uh, when we use that to start, like, beating ourselves up and putting ourselves down. And, and then it's taken away from either that workout or the next workout or whatever our next decision is. That can, That's when it can be kind of an issue. So keeping that in the healthy healthy range to motivate not derail yeah exactly yeah it's like that old like cartoon of like a devil and a yeah one on each shoulder it's like if one's super loud and one's not you know just whispering it's it's hard to find the balance but like the the i guess the goal would be to like have them have equal say in in what you do yeah and as coaches like being aware of that so like i think part of why i developed that psychology was i had a a wrestling coach who was like super he was like a prison guard and he was like hard hard type of dude mm-hmm. um so like especially when you're young and stuff you develop that same psychology if you're being coached like that so um as coaches like just being mindful of like positive and negative reinforcement but finding a balance and finding out like which athletes respond to which type of feedback right and right. there can be a time and place for both exactly yeah yeah all right, last core value we have supportive. Yeah, so you kind of touched on this with being humble, but it's um, it's basically to find joy in others' accomplishments um, and just be a cheerleader for everybody else. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like you know if someone next to you is PRing and you're not, like you, you can still get um, excited about that 
um, and you can still, you know, support people, um, even if, you know, if it's not your day, you can still, um, cheer on others. I think especially for like, uh, if you know as a newer person in class, um, we've all been new CrossFitters and know it's challenging and you're sore all day, every day for a while. Um, so to give them like a little extra support, you know, maybe they don't know anybody yet, like chat them up or, you know, just cheer them on if they're the last one to finish. Just makes, I think, it a little bit easier knowing that they're not being, they have the support in the Mm -hmm. gym from everybody else around them. That could, that one little high five after the first workout or like good job could keep them coming back for years on end and can help change their lives. If they, if they get a bad taste in their mouth on day one or the first few months, they could leave and make some bad health decisions. So we we only grow together and so it's being supportive of each other. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, favorite thing to see in the gym is still when a new person comes in and like someone like goes over, introduces himself and like, you know kind of takes them under their wing that's like the best thing just because i know how much that means to like a new person coming in so mm-hmm. it's always like a really good thing to see yeah and that again is like a domino effect so like if somebody signs up here and they realize like you know a, a six-year member came up to me and had a conversation with me and took a you know a vested interest in me becoming a member and then maybe six years down the line when somebody new walks into the gym they're going to repeat the cycle Right. And it's uh, kind of that causes that domino effect of like support, um, you know, from a veteran to a newcomer. Right. So, yeah. So another thing that CrossFit just inherently has is like the supportiveness in like the sports side of it, which I think is is really cool and, and very like unseen in a lot of other sports. Whereas, you know, someone can win and then go cheer on someone else or like it's it almost seems like they want their fellow athletes to do really well next to them um you know probably not to the point where they want them to beat them but like you know they Mm. um crossfit as a sport is i think that's what makes it really cool is that you can kind of cheer each other on rather than um like there's not like there's no trash talking in uh in crossfit yet at least but um but i think that's a like just something that's kind of built into crossfit is just being supportive yeah, I think it, it comes naturally when you're suffering so hard next to somebody else. You're, you can't obviously at the, on the extreme side of it. You want to beat them, right? Uh, uh, on the higher end, but at the same time, you can't help but respect that person because right. you know exactly what they're going through at that time. So right. it, it, it uh, organically builds that camaraderie, and that's why they have like the Spirit of the Games awards and stuff. Like you don't see that in any other sport, right? Uh, and it just naturally kind of happens too. Like you see when you watch the games this year you look at it like you'll see Frazier win every event but right when he crosses the finish line he turns around he's cheering people on and giving them high fives right. he's even the most competitive person in the world is still right. being supportive so we and can then, be too and then you <laughs> so you were just at your level two and you were telling me about uh, Hobart like inviting you in to work out and yeah like, yeah it's it's like no matter what level you're at or how long you've been in the game or if you you know if you're two years in or if you've been in for a decade and gone in the games it's like we all kind of have the the same goal so like giving uh giving like a hand to get you up up the ladder to the next step um i feel like that's one of the things like you're saying that's very unique to crossfit um that it's not like me versus you it's like we're all in it together because we're all headed towards the same end yeah like the patriots don't say like 
hey, come check out like our practice squad. Like, yeah. look at the, some real cool things we've been doing. Right, yeah. and <laughs> even from like a business standpoint, like you might think, well, he wouldn't want to give away his his quote unquote business secrets to somebody who works at another affiliate. But it's the the contrary in CrossFit, where like we want to share everything. It's like a um, what would be the word? Yeah, like we're a we're kind of. Yeah, when, like the rising tide raises all ships kind of thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like a shared success. If you're doing something that's working really well in your affiliate, it's not like you want to keep it in the back room so nobody else like you know overtakes you. It's like we all kind of share in that uh, right. model of success and bring the whole thing forward. Yeah, even on the business side of things, like you were saying, I mean, like I used to be like a little bit worried like when a gym opened up. Um, and you know another CrossFit gym opens up and they were opening like every few months at one point in New Hampshire but I came to the point that I realized like I I don't mind other affiliates opening I just I want them to be very well run and I want them to do a good job at like promoting the CrossFit name yeah Yeah, because it's like I'd I'd rather have like a hundred really good gyms in New Hampshire than like you know three and one of them is horrible and it just puts a bad name to crossfit because people don't know the difference between the different gyms that were all independently owned and operated and so um you know if they get a bad taste in their mouth from one crossfit gym they're gonna carry that over and tell people about it so i think that's a really good point that kind of speaks to crossfit success too is there's no glasson wasn't trying to like hide the secret sauce forever CrossFit right. became popular because he put out free workouts every day yeah, like on CrossFit.com. Site, right? And now every CrossFit affiliate in the world pretty much puts their website or puts their workouts on their website every day. It's like, we just want people to be healthier. There's no hiding the secret franchise formula that you have to pay $30,000 to get access to. Right? Like, come on in, be healthy, move well, like meet some cool people. Like, and and that, that encompasses, that supportive piece encompasses CrossFit as a whole, I think. Yeah. It's like that... Uh open forum yeah right it's like not just you know programming it's like everything in crossfit is an open forum almost mm-hmm. yeah. you know how to run an affiliate how to program for your members how to do xyz mm-hmm. so uh let's kind of get into why we chose to um choose four principles um we kind of so at like one of our coaches meetings we had a cool kind of exercise where we all of us kind of wrote down um what we thought like our most successful members and our most like um like our happiest members like what kind of attributes do they do they have and so we we wrote them all down and then um we found that we could kind of categorize them all into you know at least like a subset of these um four categories um and it kind of the reason why we did this was just because um, you know when you're trying to like lead a community and kind of um, you know create create a community um, you need to know like who your like who you're who you want to have fill the walls and 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 how you want to help people and so this is I think uh like how we came about that you know kind of knowing knowing who your audience is kind of thing um yeah and that kind of comes back to like 
what we were just talking about as far as like having a having a target to aim for like if you don't have a target you don't know where you're going so for like you know what do we want to foster in our environment and what do we want to foster in our members if you don't have you know we have these four tenants if you don't have anything then you're you can go in any direction right right so it's like giving giving a a target to aim at as a as a group yeah and also like if someone came in and they were like not a good fit and like we like maybe before we weren't sure why but now we can see like you know yeah they, this they person's don't have negative right they're not supportive of their right teammates etc yeah so um so yeah, so I, I feel like it's been really helpful to have, and yeah, we want to plaster it on the walls and get it out there a little bit. Yeah. Sweet. Till next time. Yeah. Be positive, hungry, humble, and supportive.